you can start. You know what? You start. No, I didn't prep for this. <laughs> didn't you though? Nope. No? Come no. on. No. Come on. Come on. No. You know you wanna. This no. is your this is your episode, Magical Girl. It's really not. <laughs> Magical Girl. It's basically Weird. Power Rangers. I mean, yes, that's basically what it is. But All right. like favorite with women. ranger. I mean, that's the point, yeah. Yeah, I get yeah, obviously Magical Girls, girls with an O and a W. <laughs> Magical Goyles. Yes, exactly. That would be Harley Quinn. That would be a Harley Quinn spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> Harley Quinn Magical Girl. The um the Harley Sailor Quinn Harley. the what's that? Um Emancipation of Harley Quinn is uh, um uh, yeah. it's on Netflix and I'm oh. trying to figure out when to watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hear it's fun. Yeah, honestly I just want to see the costumes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You just want to see Huntress, your bae. I do, yes. She is my bae. Mm. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10. <laughs> Hello, Maria. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Welcome to Hell in a Cell, an animation podcast hosted by me, James, and that's Maria. Hi. What were you doing there? It's covering up my mic because a car went by. Oh, uh, you don't have to do that. I can just cut out the sound if I hear it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Anyway, we watch an episode of uh, This Time Anime. This and, Time uh, Anime, yes. Always a great idea, right, Maria? <laughs> exactly. <sighs> I love anime. I love manga. Garugamesh. Kill me. That's, that's for all the five people that know that reference. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's anime, it's April, whatever. We watched uh, four things today, so we're dead. Four? <laughs> yeah. What was the fourth thing? We watched uh, Sakura. Oh, I guess so. I didn't really take any notes on that one. That's fine. I didn't take any notes on any of them. Oh, okay. Shall we start? Yeah, yeah might as well. Pretty, might, why did we... might as well. Why did we watch a bunch of magical girl shows? Because we never watched any magical girl shows, and um, for once, there's like a sort of like a historical precedent for them. There's like the OG, OG magical girls. Then you got mm -hmm. like the classic, classic, quote unquote. Well, eh, that's not even the right word. Just like the very unironic magical girls. And the then we have, and then we have, we have like a really cool kind of a morbid twist on Magical Girls, which is really which cool. Is, which is the style right now. Yeah, it is kind of, but this one's actually good. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I haven't really seen anything good other than Madoka. Fair with Magical yeah. Girls, I. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, um, but yeah, it's all like, yeah, Madoka, and now they're making more gory, porny sort oh, of shows. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of, you know what I'm talking about. I it's do, yes. Adult. 
quote unquote, but it's just quote a lot of like blood and splatter mm. and stuff. Blood and sex and splatter. Yeah, it's it's basically the there's this weird like obsession with having like gore porn, but it's mm-hmm. usually directed towards women. Right. Um yes. it's so it's basically that. Like it's this Which actually is well, no, that's not true. Like the first gore porn was I think um Last House on the Left, the movie from like the seventies, which was all about a woman in gory porny. Exactly. But yeah, like... the revival of the gore porn was Saw had no women in it. The first oh, one. Oh, okay, okay. Just an interesting fact. Sort of there. like flip to the. Well, I mean, yeah, like there's of a course reason that it's changed. A tro- yeah, well, I mean, there's a reason it's a trope, right? Then you can like break the trope, and that's kind of mm-hmm. where things become more interesting. But like when you start right. seeing it everywhere, is also the like the thing of like women getting like longer scenes of women getting like tortured in like slasher mm-hmm. flicks and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and it's usually way right, more. Yeah. Um, it, it it's it takes up a lot of screen time as opposed to when men get you know killed, right. which is just like a stab and you're done or something. Well, in or, slashers, isn't that because they're like the main characters? Um, I mean, kind of like the women. I, mean, it, I, I just yeah. I don't I don't just mean the finisher girl. I mean like all of the women that get killed off. Right. Okay, they yeah, they yeah. all yeah. usually end up having a lot more gory. I mean, obviously there's yeah. like exceptions of I mean, when like. You know, but yeah. but uh, you know, it especially kind of becomes like a trend in like movies and mm-hmm. not even like that oh, are non yeah. non slasher movies too. Because in slashers, you're expecting it to be there, yeah, but even when there's it. not that, like there's this like, uncanny uh, like hold on the screen that the camera has, and it's mm-hmm. always unnecessary with and it's not as like brutal or gruesome when it comes to like Mm. men in those scenes yeah probably the best example is the girl with the dragon tattoo i haven't seen that that one it has a very uncomfortable scene in it that Mm. is kind of out of left field and kind of really dumb with the woman Mm -hmm. it's that's about where i got in the story And then I was just like, wait, what is going on here? Anyway. The only time I've seen that trope like flipped over was, um, and I might have seen it more, but this is one that's like the most like harrowing and it's like printed in my brain. It's like, it's a Bollywood movie, um, but it's one of the like serious kinds. So there's no like really songs or anything in it. It's this couple that go out on a road trip and end up stranded, um, Basically, they help this girl and guy who are being chased because uh, their family doesn't want them to get married. And it turns into um, basically an entire village of people trying to keep these two from running out and telling anybody else that they have basically been like honor killing people who were getting married from like different, you know, this thing and different houses and stuff, Uh, like different casts and stuff. Um, and at the end, the, the couple, the guy gets murdered by them and she like literally goes on a murderous rampage and kills every one of the men that like was involved in the, um, because basically the entire village is in on it, including the cops. Um, 
I'm not laughing at you, by the way, Maria. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. I'm else. pretty sure you got distracted by something. But like, did, yeah. yeah, but but like that is the only time I've seen it, and that was like when mm. she fuck when she lost her mind and like killed everybody because like they they basically set it up that like her and her husband's like marriage was very like healthy and good and all of that and they loved each other and all that and he gets murdered by them and then and she tries to get help for him so he doesn't even die die he like dies on the street like bleeds out when she's Mm -hmm. gone to try getting try to get him help and finds out the entire village is like in on the whole thing um and then she goes on like this murderous rampage and that is the only time where i've seen the flip uh, the script flipped because they don't there's no off screen it is all on screen um sort of this like feminine like rage where there's nothing there it's just vengeance i have one more example Uh uh-huh go ahead go ahead do you do you remember friday the 13th part four uh where the is that where is that where danny's in it wait what's his name the kid tommy 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 Jarvis. yes yes when he's a kid Jarvis one yeah okay yes do you remember the weird drifter guy who who's like yes. trying to avenge his sister yeah. and he just keeps getting beaten up by Jason and yes. yes. and he survives the whole movie but he's just like he got stabbed i think he got thrown out a window at he one does. point he does it does yeah 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 so there's that i guess so well. i'm just joking I, I, so. I mean it's it kind of doesn't fit because it's always supposed no, to be no. like that one really really long uncomfortable scene of yes. just like no, basically yeah. torture and the death right, right. anyway yeah, kind know, of digressing off of the main we story are very which is much pretty magical girl into a stuff very morbid subject compared yes. to magical girl all right maria we watched sailor moon season 1 episode 41 tuxedo unmasked uh, original air date in america because america october 31st 1995 written by katsuki shimizawa and directed by yuji endo both of them asleep at the wheel <laughs> all right maria you got two minutes to summarize this you got one minute to summarize this i don't remember who any of them are i will warn you i've never i didn't grow up watching yes but like i don't remember which one's what it's not like they're like it's not like one has rings around their face and i know that they're saturn (laughs) or something like how do you not understand jupiter's the one with thunder powers because jupiter has the storm in it oh okay okay and mercury is water because And of course, Mars is fire because it's red. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, so, so here we go. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. So, so we we sort of start off this episode. I don't know anything about the plot or anything. We start off. There's something about people being turned into demon monster things. Yes. Um, because of this black crystal dark crystal thing with dark magical powers and then this dude is going around i don't remember his name but apparently he used to be somebody else and then gets like taken by the 
by the evil people and like turned into something else. So he doesn't yeah. remember who he was. He's the sixth ranger. He's he's Tommy from Power Rangers. That's, exactly. That's like... Yeah. Yeah. That that one. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he uh, he's going around turning people into um into monsters, which gives us the beautiful line of. They want to recycle people. Try recycling cans. That was that was the catchphrase of the episode. <laughs> they played it twice. They they did they did it twice. It they, was well, yep mediocre. That um, was the eye catch for the episode. Yes, yeah, was yeah. Sailor Moon saying that. Anyway, um, yes. so <laughs> we start off the episode with this dude like finding this. Archaeologist and turning her into a monster, and apparently there's another guy who's also one of these monsters, who's who really likes one of the who likes Sailor Mercury, I think. Yep. And knows that this guy is coming after him, and is like trying to run away in the streets. He like basically starts screaming "murderer" when the dude shows up in the middle of the street, and Which everybody mobs him. Points for that. Yeah, yeah. you know what? It yeah. didn't work, but points. He got to run away, technically. So, you know. It's, 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 he didn't get you know? far, though. Yeah, no, he didn't. Anyway. Well, no, he does, though, because he only gets caught, like, the next time around when, like, Sailor Mercury and Sailor Jupiter. It's the same day, though. Is it the same day? Yes. All right, sure. Yeah, he doesn't get too far. I mean, he doesn't have superpowers. He can see the future. That's a lame superpower, and you know it. <laughs> Uh-huh. What do you do? See the future and then it happens anyway? Like, what? I honestly, it's the lamest superpower ever. Wow. Tell that to World Trigger. Okay, that's different. <laughs> and you know it. Anyway, um, <laughs> Sailor, Sailor Mercury and Sailor Jupiter corner the bad dude in an alleyway. Um, and then she, and then Sailor Mercury and this dude actually like each other. So they run away while Sailor Jupiter tries to like keep this dude off. And then, and yes, she does get pwned and Sailor Moon arrives, but she's too late. And you know, um, but on the other, on the flip side, Sailor Mercury and the, the guy that she likes, who's also a demon monster run into the into the fair carnival place i think you should make it clear that this is not a shape of water situation he looks like a human yeah yeah he's a person he's a person who can turn who can be turned into a monster but he's actually just a person person apparently there's an old man who also can be turned into a monster that's why the other two sail uh, sailors are like there with him keeping an eye on him um, so this guy comes after uh, Sailor Mercury and uh, tries to turn a demon boy into a demon. Um, succeeds. Succeeds for a bit. They and then and then they fight him You're and he making turns. This way too interesting. Right? I know, I know. They they then they fight him and Sailor Moon turns him back into a person person for a bit and they get the crystal, I think, right? Well she smashes the crystal. Yeah, she smashes the crystal so anybody that was inside it like is released, blah blah blah. Turn back into human and the the guy who was after them gets taken back by the dark powers to be brainwashed all over again. Nyah, 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 nyah. And nothing was lost. 
gay, whatever. Yeah. Maria. Yes. What did you think of Sailor Moon? Whatever. Oh, God. Um, I mean, I can see why, like, uh, a bunch of people enjoyed watching it because... Well, it's Power Rangers. Yeah. Like, girls. Well, that's the thing, right? And for the longest time, we've been deprived of that. So, you know... This came and, out in 1995. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've been deprived of that. Um, yes, okay. Uh, and <laughs> and so, like, you know, it's not... I mean, there were Power Rangers being made until, like, the until like 2015 that still did not have more than two women in the team. And mm-hmm. the Red Ranger was still a guy. Like... Yep. So this is yep. pretty an all wow. woman team. <gasps> what? I, How's I that hate possible? to break it to you, Maria. Yeah. That the Power Rangers franchise goes back to the seventies, and there yeah. has never been a woman yeah. ranger. Until I know. I know exactly. Recently. That's my point. That's 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 exactly was, my point. There was a series in like 2017 that had two women and one guy on it. Okay. That's it. Okay. All right. That's it. It was also a parody show, though. Ah, I see. So. Yeah, that makes sense, of course. Uh, anyway. But um. I don't know. Like, it was cute. Like, the the guy like the guy wasn't toxic. You know what I mean? The guy that, that <laughs> Sailor so, Mercury yeah. was interested in was kind of was, just a sweet dude. Just like a he's, nerd. He was just he's a just nerd. A s- He's just a small boy. Yeah, he's just like he's just like a nice sweater wearing dude, you know, mm. you know the type, yeah, fluffy turtleneck sweater guy, um, which which is nice, you know, is a good like it's a good role model like relationship wise for girls because a lot of the times shows like these feel the need to like prop up the male characters by making them also like douchey and shitty and like you know like i mean that's the whole point of inuyasha well that yeah exactly so so that's the you know like my point being Mm -hmm. that like yeah the it's at the very least like they're they're going down a decent path and it's not like i mean it feels cheesy now obviously because like i'm an adult person who (laughs) is not going to go buy sailor moon stuff but like (laughs) if i was a child if i was younger i'd probably like like watching it you know like i loved watching barbie movies as a kid i used to make my brother watch it he used to pretend he hated it but he loved them um Uh yeah Uh Because it was girly, and I can't watch girly things, but also, like, the story is good, and I want to watch it. Um, So, you know. Right. But. Oh, my God. The skirts are so short. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The skirts are so short. They are just, like, they're almost, like, going all the way up there. It's kind of like they're they were put into um, ice skating bodysuits with the little frills on the side. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. Except it wasn't a bodysuit. It was just no. like a really short like tutu, like a really no. short skirt. Giant legs. <laughs> the, the body proportions. The the huge eyes. And the long legs, like it's just eighty percent legs. I. It was made by a woman, Mm -hmm. 
who is a very, very talented artist, Mm -hmm. I want to point out. (laughs) She is a very, very, very talented artist. Mm -hmm. This is not (laughs) the best example of that. I mean, in in all fairness, the guys are also pretty, like, triangular. They're awful. They're, they like, look. really broad. They, like, basically fall into the, like, superhero, like, male design where it's, like, Kinda. this, like, broad shoulders, but then, like, thin legs. It's like they all skipped leg day. Um, <laughs> giant shoulders. This giant, just, gi- just tiny giant heads, shoulders. giant necks. I hate it. It's, 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 Thanks, uh, I hate it. yeah. <laughs> um,. Like, you know, a classic. I mean, the animation is really bad. Like, so much of it is recycled. I think about, like, probably at least two minutes of this is just recycled animation. Recycled animation, yeah. Which, when you have, like, this is probably 24 minutes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a lot of animation you're saving. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, there's also and that's this, being generous. Yeah, that's also the drastic difference between like the opening as and the oh, animation God. in the opening as yes. opposed to the animation in the show itself. I got tricked by the opening shot. Oh, I was like, God. oh, that looks good. That's, oh wait, it's oh, the wait, opening. It's, uh, yeah, and then yes. also like towards the end where they had the weird like mirror scene with, where um, Sailor Moon's colors were inverted and it looked really cool. It was like an outline. Oh yeah. You know, like in the mirror, yes. and that was a very cool yes, scene. Yes, that was really cool. Um. The the intro the the studios that did the intros for all these shows were way better than yeah I mean they were only working on a one minute piece of exactly though, yeah like, so. they just had to work on a yeah and they probably weren't on that big of like a schedule like situation no. you just make it one one and yeah. done or maybe you make like two more if the series goes long and you want need like new opening. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. Um, yeah. So I just, I just wish they could put those studios and give them the, you know, whatever, whatever. I know. It's uh, there's not really much to say about Sailor Moon. Yeah, what, I mean, other said. than the fact that like it wasn't, it's it was Sailor Moon is more like an. I don't want to say an advertising gimmick, but that is kind of what it is. For it's me. kind of an advertising gimmick. Yeah, which is like a really interesting um, approach that like a lot of Japanese cartoons had, which was a like, mm-hmm. it wasn't exactly, well. the shows were not shows per se. A lot of the times those shows were made to entice kids into buying action figures and such. So that was exactly what Sailor Moon was for a female audience because a lot of the original ones were directed towards men and they were basically losing out on a large market because, of course, they were. Exactly. Um, And Japan had a much less regulated um, television industry than in America. So they were allowed to... (laughs) Basically, just make shows that were ads. Yeah, essentially, essentially. Which you know. uh, Yeah, I mean, it's not like they. I mean, they also have a really large, like, um, sort of, uh, like popular culture of like mascots and such. Anyway, so that is kind of what they usually build their like branding around is like. Mm mascots and stuff like that to encourage people to be involved in the company 
um, in a way that isn't directly, even if it doesn't make sense for a regular mm -hmm. person to be even interested in a company like that, right? Like a lot of companies have mascots that they use as a way to do promotion. And especially yeah. today where like visual promotion is way more important and videos and stuff are so important, like having mascots is a big asset to stuff mm -hmm. like that. And so it's not mm -hmm. like that's out of the ordinary for Japan to have, but for like Japanese like media and content to be oriented that way yeah. but that's kind of where it has been set from the ground up with stuff like you know um with like kaijus and like with um sailor moon and stuff like that so that's yeah. kind of it's this weird like weirdly um smooth integration from like visual to the marketplace right mm -hmm. like it's a very it's a very intelligent um way to involve yeah. the populace in something it is, yes. um, uh, i have a distant relative who lives in japan and uh -huh. he came here and he brought a bunch of candy with him and every sort of area and city in japan sort of has their own candy that they make uh -huh. with little mascot with their little mascot on them uh -huh. And it's just it's just kind of a cute thing. Yeah, and it kind well. of like also encourages like a collectible like mm -hmm. nature to it. It's actually right. something that I learned about in in like communications because this is like an interesting way to like connect. Like there there used to be the candies where people would not buy the candy for the for the actual candy. They would buy it for the like stickers that come came in it and like little blurbs mm -hmm. that came in with the things and they would like it would either be as collectibles or like people would, you know, exchange them or stuff like that, right? Like mm -hmm. and that was how they sold stuff. It wasn't for the candy itself. It was for that like little piece of media almost that came with it that then people extrapolated on and you know worked with so it's a really interesting um ad culture that doesn't feel yeah. it, it feels like you're not being talked at and you're kind of being involved into the process which right. call it i mean Love like <laughs> if you can you can call it exploitative if you want to i guess but like there is mm -hmm. still a level of back and forth happening between uh, customers and amongst customers as opposed to sitting in front of a TV and watching an ad, right? Like, right. It's so. a lot more easy to swallow than just love Amazon, a, a giant mega yeah. that hates you. Or, you know, <laughs> like ads with brightly colored like toys and shit with like children happily playing that's being thrown at your kids, right? Like, right. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, like... Is there anything else to say about Sailor Moon? Um, not not particularly from the show itself. Like it's more no, just really. the culture around it is very I interesting. Guess. Yeah, and it's not even that interesting. Yeah, really. like as in like you know, people enjoyed it, and it yeah. is one of those like instances of it's not made to be a show to watch it's made as a show for people yeah. to get people to buy shit yeah it's only now that it's sort of seen as legacy media it, it is which i mean i guess it did like you know like it did um snowball a sort of genre in and of itself right like it's not like it's Right. It just it's yeah. just that's it and there's nothing else like it has snowballed into a giant mm -hmm. like sort of yep um, into genre. many sort of and in, into many imitators which the next one is 
Card Captors, Season 1, Episode... Okay, this is weird, because I found out this was, this is the first episode that was ever aired in the U.S. Oh, I see. So, Season 1, Episode 1, Sakura's Rival, direct original air date in the U.S., June 17, 2000, directed by... Sunao Karabuchi and written by Nanase Okawa. Maria, what happened? Um, that's... Do you want me to do it? Wait, I remember. Hold on. Do you remember? Do you remember? Yes, yes. Okay. So there's a girl. I don't know what yes. her name is. It's in the title. Sakura. Sakura. Yes, Sakura. Yes, yes. Okay. Um... Or Sakura. Sakura, yes. Um, I, I hate that. It's, I, they I have an accent. How... I, we'll talk about it later. They do have an accent. <laughs> um, who has her like little like um, doll thing? Mascot. Mascot, yeah. But you know, like I mean, Sailor Moon had the cat, so just get a little like doll thing. Who's apparently supposed to be like a demon that's lost its powers or something like that Basically, yeah. Uh, yeah and um you know he talks to her and everything and is trying to like teach her how to use the cards um and uh you know has to turn into like a an immovable like a like a non-moving stuffed animal every time sakura's brother shows up um toya chill dude yeah chill chill dude you know Uh, you say he's chill he has like a million jobs in the series every episode (laughs) he has a different job i don't know what he's doing do they find out he's gay and they fire him i don't know maybe maybe literally they went on a field trip to like the aquarium and he's there working (laughs) like what are you doing here toy Shouldn't you be at school? <laughs> How <laughs> much make money? that bag. He's a oh material girl, okay? He needs to make that bag. <laughs> I believe it. I believe he is addicted to Gucci. <laughs> so he's a material girl. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, yes. he's got to pay for his lifestyle, lifestyle somehow. Um, or his boyfriend. Or, yeah, or his boyfriend's a material girl. You don't know. Um, yes. Anyway. Uh, so she, so you know, uh, she's like, there's a weird sort of like love triangle happening. There's a lot of like crushes on other people. It's all very okay. innocent, but it's also very like right. interwoven. Let's map this woven. out. Yeah. Okay. okay. So there's okay. Sakura. Yeah. All right. Ten year old girl, just finding feelings for boys. You know, yep. they're no longer creepy and gross. They're like, yeah. ooh. And so especially she's, older boys. Especially older boys. Yeah. Because they're, they're more cool. mature. Yeah. Cool. They're cool. So yeah, she yeah. has a crush on Yukito, who's her brother's friend. Yeah, yeah. Also, mind you, like boys that age are usually mean to girls, but like older boys, they're nicer to you. God forbid exactly. an older kid, like teenage or like, you know, a uh, tween age boy like does something nice for a younger younger girl she's gonna have a crush on him for the rest of her life like it's <laughs> oh man <laughs> okay and then there's Sharon who's okay. the new transfer student Ooh, from China Ooh. exotic and, <laughs> and who's also in love with Sakura's brother's best friend, Yukito. Oh, boy. So there's a weird sort of... But then they're also kind of crushing on each other. Yeah, 
So there's a weird sort of love triangle with a little bit hanging off of it. That's yeah. Sakura's brother. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> oh, at the top also... of the pyramid, though. Like, he's at the top, though. Yeah, exactly. And then there's just a sad little bit that Sakura's best friend who loves her is just oh, hanging off of there. And she's she just dying so much. inside. She just does so much for Sakura. And, you know, she deserves yes. better. She um, does. Anyway, so, yeah, so Sakura and um, her brother head out to school um, and, uh, you know, Toya's the best friend. (laughs) Best friend. They do spend a lot of time in his room alone together. Yes. Yep. Yep. Which Sakura tries to, like, sneak in. And uh-huh. see, him. see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you want to see what's going on in there, Sakura. You don't. You don't. Um, you're anyway, re- you're so, not ready for that. so Sakura, you know, is um, goes. And that's out. canon, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of this, this is, canon. is canon. We're not like this. Isn't you know? We're not extrapolating. This isn't fan fiction stuff. This is like in in canon. Mm-hmm. Very gay. Official. Officially. Um, so, you know, they, yeah, they're, like, cycling to, to class and, like, Sakura has that, like, sparkly moment when she sees Toya's best friend um, that she has a crush on. Um, he's big, he's tall, he's got a giant neck and white hair. Exactly, yeah, yeah. He's got, like, the, like, nerd eyes. Mm. That's how you know he is approachable. Exactly. Yeah, that's how you know. Because he's a nerd. Yep. But not nerdy enough to be like a nerd. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. James gets it. Anyway, so uh, so you know we have we have we have this sort of moment happen, and then you know she goes to class, and this new kid shows up who um, immediately knows who she is and is like super mean to her. Um, the day goes you by. He's like you say staring. he's super mean to her. He just stares at her. Yeah, intensely, it's just like glaring at day. her the entire day, and then he tries to yank shit from her hand during like their their like break period, which if her if her brother oh, didn't show yes. up, he would have fucking tried to yank all the cards away from her. Um, yeah, he was trying to yank her the cards out of her non-existent pockets. Yeah, exactly. So. He's like trying to grab at her pockets and stuff, but that's kind of weird, you know. New kids been like staring you down the entire day, and then corners you in like the the alleyway between the building and the main gate, like main wall, like boundary wall, and then tries to mm. yank in your pockets like that's weird anyway uh good yep. boy big brother shows up um and... <laughs> he's ready to fucking kill this kid though, <laughs> by the way he is ready to throw down with this 10 year old like <laughs> he is gonna throw him against that gate <laughs> over and over again <laughs> And then his best friend shows up with little, like, with lunch buns, which is adorable, by the way. Um, And then goes to, like, give it to this new kid who just looks at him and then is terrified. It's like he's seen Adam himself. (laughs) The most handsome person ever and just loses his goddamn mind. And then runs away because he's like, what is this? Who are you? Am I gay? <laughs> are you gay? Is this a thing? Am I allowed to do this? Um, 
Anyway, so he runs away, and um, then there's like a weird storm, storm wolf thing, and Sakura goes out to try and like catch it. Um, and, uh, you know, like her best friend shows up with, uh, with clothes for her and then, um, uh, she's trying to fight it. And then the, the dude, uh, the new kid from, uh, I forget what his name is, but he shows up. Uh, what was it? Sharon. Sharon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sharon. So he shows up and is, uh, you know, like berating her because like, you can't use the wind car to catch a catch a lightning card you're an idiot here watch me use the wind to catch it yeah exactly right (laughs) like it's just so so dumb he's like how can a girl be allowed to use the cards oh my gosh so just to decode this for you maria he Uh is a descendant of the wizard that originally made these spell cards Ah, that allows sakura to cast spells and she is She's like his reincarnation, basically. Ah, I see. She inherited all of his magical powers, but Lee is an actual descendant of him. Ah, uh, and he's like, so, how dare you? Exactly. Yeah. So he also has similar magical powers uh-huh. to her. Uh, and, and actually knows what he's doing, but instead well, yeah, he just okay. comes off as being a con- condescending dick. Um, right. Exactly. And is making no friends here. Um <laughs> No. So, you know, like, and then sees the demon for the first time, like the little, like, stuffed animal demon. Um, and is like, that's the, that's the demon, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and she et catches cetera. it, and I think that's, that's it, right? What that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah that's she's the just, end of the episode. But she's just like, am I really good enough to be the card captor? Yeah, exactly. He basically gets in her head, and now she's doubting mm-hmm. herself. Um, so, thus me saying, you know, 10-year-old yeah. boys are dicks, and that's why girls have crushes on older boys. Fair enough. That's my thesis. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, welcome. Uh, thanks for listening to my TED Talk. Yep. I mean, Toya's best friend got her, got her breakfast. Uh, sorry, got her lunch. Mm-hmm. What more could you want? <laughs> what more could you want? Yeah. Oh god. Anyway, what did you think of Card Captor? Um, it's I I actually really liked it. So, I would probably watch more of it. So this is the series I watched instead of Sailor Moon. Okay. Okay. This was my magical girl series, okay. basically. Having gone and rewatched it, it's not that great. <laughs> yeah, but I feel but, like it has a little more dimension in it, I think. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's it's one character. It's not a sort of ensemble right. cast. Yeah. It's really just Sakura. She's the focal point character. I mean, Lee joins the group eventually. He gets mm-hmm. some character. They eventually fall for each other, mm-hmm. and they're sort of in a in a spinoff s- series that takes place in this. Okay, there's a whole extended universe of this stuff uh-huh. anyway there's another series where they're older and they get married that's adorable my, and they're also magical in some ways it's a big thing it's a whole yeah. it's a whole thing it's anyway a whole thing. sequel and, yeah they're, yeah anyway the point is it's really just sakura growing up learning lessons mm-hmm. you know 
all centered around the framework of catching these magical cards to learn magic. Yeah. I mean, again, like, it's got, it doesn't have the same kinds of trappings of other anime where, like, a lot of the male characters are very, like, brooding, right? Like, Mm. usually the ones that are supposed to be portrayed as interests for, you know, like... Uh, for for other for women watching anime, watching those animes, or as like role models for the guys watching animes, it doesn't right. maintain the same trappings of it because a lot of like her Toya's bro- like sorry Sakura's brother Toya is like a chill dude and you know it has a regular yeah. job and isn't like weird and mysterious and you know and <sighs> I think that's just a a product of women writing. Because this is made by a women team oh, okay, of, okay. of writers and artists called Clamp, who make a whole bunch of series mm-hmm. of varying quality and <laughs> style. Anyway, mm-hmm. but I, th- I mean, like, um, um, Oron, the same way. Mm-hmm. There's no like brooding in Oron because. Right. That's not appealing to women, I think. Yeah, more, I mean... That's more of a man thing. And, and the thing is, it kind of is, but not really. Like, it's it's kind of like, that is usually what we get, so that is what we like, I guess. Sure. But, like, you know, when there is sort of this, like, varying degree of, like, there is the quiet brooding type, but then there's also this guy, and you find that women are, are you know, dimensioned women, people, and have different interests, depending on who you ask, and some enjoy that and some don't right but usually the setup is always this like brooding quiet dude with that traumatic past and like a bad relationship with his dad and you know etc etc which isn't the situation here like it isn't the case here you know like sakura lives in a nice house with her family and seems to be Mm -hmm. seems to be like in a healthy like environment and just happens to have these like powers now um you know what i mean it isn't just like there is some tragedy there her mom died and that's a plot point for the first season a few times Uh uh-huh that she doesn't have a mom yeah but that isn't the point of her right like you know like it's it's just a part of her that's just like, yeah, my mom, you know, whatever. There's other shit that happens in my life other than my mom dying that um, <laughs> is important to me. You know what I mean? Like, Right. Like, she's a multifaceted character. Wow. I don't know. It's it's. I wouldn't mind going back, going and watching it some more because I like the mm-hmm. dynamic of the characters like it there's an actual like she's got a best friend and she likes that she likes and who likes her back you know like it's a healthy like thing there she's got a brother who cares about her there's a healthy thing yeah. there. you know what i mean like it's you don't have to there's no like ugh, i hate this person completely and entirely in the main cast you know you kind of like yeah. like these people as people because that's what they are Right. I think probably that character is May, who is an anime-only addition oh to boy. the cast, who is Sharon's fiancé. Oh, boy. Who's very hot-headed, and she knows kung fu from China. Good. I think Good. she's probably the weakest member of the cast, because she wasn't originally in the story i guess yeah like there's not that much development happening there i suppose so right you know but anyway she doesn't appear in this so who cares 
yeah, exactly. in this episode. So yeah, yeah. that's you know, yeah, it's, it's a good, fine. it's good. It, it's that's it's good. The animation is all right. That's fine. It was good. It's like. It, it had yeah. some flourishes here and there. Yeah, like some of the wall, like the roof slides that What's His Face does, the new mm. kid does, are pretty smooth. Like they don't feel choppy necessarily. Yeah. Uh, but they definitely took some liberties with um, the animation, with like, you know, uh, with like, the the Thunder Wolf thing <laughs> and stuff. Yes. Also, no like magical girl transformation. She just kind of changes her clothes in in a bush somewhere. <laughs> she has a van. Yeah, exactly. Or sorry, her best friend has a van. Yeah, who walks around with a video camera. I hope she became yes, she is the best videographer slash costume designer of all time. I hope. I, I hope the best for her. <laughs> I don't know, but. Yeah, the uh, the only sort of point of reused animation is when she seals the cards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's a magical girl series. We can't get away from that. Exactly, yeah. It's... And there's also, like, simplification of some of the models every now and again to, like... Oh, sure. You know, when Toya jumps over the, the fence, of course, like, his, like, model is way simplified as opposed yes. to, like, you know, when they're having but... a conversation... So, yeah, but yeah. they did that because it was pretty cool and fluid when he did jump over that fence. Exactly, he, right? Like, he climbed that fence. He, he, we saw he, him. He, he was ready to... <laughs> again, he, he was, was ready, ready to, kill to a throw ten-year-old. down. <laughs> I didn't expect to kill a 10-year-old today, but I am ready for it. Yeah, I will do it. Um, and I will take prison. <laughs> I will go to prison for my sister. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It was good, good times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed Sakura. It's like I said, it's it's definitely sort of better without the ensemble cast mm-hmm. going on. You get a lot more character development and focus, and there's less of a villain of. There's not really a villain in the series, uh-huh. actually. So you kind of like, get to like focus on ever. the ensemble more than you have to like, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Like in in season two, they introduced an antagonist to Sakura, who's the who's the real like rein like a sort of clone of the original wizard. Ah, I I guess, but he's not. He's evil, but he's not evil. Uh huh. He's just kind of (laughs) evil. You know. Plus, he's a ten-year-old with giant glasses. Amazing. And a bowl cut. Bowl cuts. Ah, classic. How evil can he be? And he he employs his own mascot, and also a gender non-binary person as one of his evil minions. (laughs) Evil minions. Evil minions in quotes, by the way. Evil minions. Yeah, quotes in quotes, yes. It's weird, but anyway. <laughs> the, uh, that's, yeah, I like Sakura. It's good. I've always liked Sakura. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's one of the things I would definitely go back to watch, I think. Just to, like, just to honestly yeah. see Toya and the, um, and his best friend. And um, his, his gal pal. Yeah. His, his best friend. Yes. Um, He's definitely a standout. 
of the series. But yeah, I mean, yeah, so I guess we have sort of a divergent here between the Power Rangers-esque episodes and the much more slice of life magical girl yeah, stuff that yeah. happened here. Yeah. We have, we have diverging paths coming along and, you know, Sakura-style series would continue to kind of pop in and out, uh-huh. I think, every now and then. But what definitely got more popular was the other one. Oh, boy. Which brings us to our next series. Uh, what is this show called again? Healing Good Heart Emoji Pretty Cure. Yeah, yeah. And the episode we're doing... Uh, episode, season 1, episode 24. Can you tell I'm getting tired of this? We're coming! Exclamation point. Healing on the wind. This is a long one. Original yeah. air date, September 13th, 2020. Written by Hirota Mitsutaka. Storyboarded by Fukasawa Toshinori. Episode director, Hiroshima Hideki. And animation director, Akata Nobuto. And art director, Tanaka Miki. Oh, boy. <sighs> they went in the woods. There was a bird. <laughs> the end. No, 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 no. They went, okay, okay. So there's there's four girls, all right? Four magical girls. One of them was just born. <laughs> Damn it. But she's an adult. She's a 20-year-old. Um, Damn it. Anyway, so they they go out onto this little field trip to a lake, and the girl, the the twenty year old, not adult adult, um, is kind of like trying to connect with nature and all that, um, and then this uh, she can hear the the trees. Yes, and one of the other magical girls sees this little bird that was really injured and is going to like try to pick pick it up. But then um, the this like forest ranger shows up and is like, no, don't pick them up. That you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't touch them. They're they're its parents will come and take care of him. You should not like touch it and interfere. Which is because it has you know it has parasites on it. That isn't that what she said. Is that what she said? I think that's what she said. Ah. Oh. Okay, well, maybe it does have parasites on it. I don't remember exactly. Anyway, she shows up and is like, I heal the trees. I make sure they're not sick, blah, blah, blah. And the whole entire point of these magical girls is that they, like, use healing powers. Um, and so, um, you know, they have a good time. Um, the 20, not 20-year-old, 20 20-year-old um, has a moment with this with this park ranger because they both like nature and stuffs. Um, do you think that's what happens in every episode the, the not the 20 year old not 20 year old just gets a new love interest every episode <laughs> maybe I mean yeah with childlike wonder like those you haven't given up on romance yet um <laughs> Anyway, so she, so she, yeah, so, she, you know, they have a good time. They talk to this, like, lady who loves the forest and takes care of it, blah, blah, blah. Wholesome time. Um, and then they go back and they see on the news that there's, like, so there, whoever the antagonist is, because we don't actually see anyone. We just see this, like, 
person demon kid demon child yeah show up and like embed into the like baby bird that they saw like embed into it like a dark crystal that makes it turn into like a big bird thing that starts like corrupting the forest and attacks the park ranger who these girls see on the news and then the not 20 year old 20 year old um feels a connection with the wind with her wind powers and uh, creates like this portal so that they can get to the lake quickly because apparently it's like a two-hour train ride away um so they get there they fight the bird they don't see because they all rolled awful perception checks so nobody actually sees the the demon child hanging around in the forest shaking his head disapprovingly at this demon bird that he that they've created um Mm -hmm. they fight the demon bird and cure it yay yay and the world goes back to normal and Uh, the demon kid shakes shakes their head disapprovingly and then disappears um and that's kind of it really like they have their like you know they have the like three three original characters have their like you know simultaneous shift and then we have like a special like you know um montage of the of the new girl like change like changing into magical girl like attire um and that's kind of it i mean yeah the more things change the more they stay the same yeah basically there's not much to it it's very straightforward and the thing is this one doesn't even have the excuse that it was made to sell toys oh this was made to sell toys (laughs) Oh, this was 100% made to sell toys, Maria. Yeah, if you I guess don't so. believe that those are. In 2020, are... though, in the year of our Lord 2020, though. If you don't believe that sh- that shit isn't in a toy store in Japan somewhere, I don't, I I'm guess sorry. So. I guess so. I've got to say, though, uh-huh. I feel like I was lied to. Why? Because weebs always talk up the pretty cure franchise uh-huh. as like a not um, the magical girl show for the common man <laughs> for the common weeb uh-huh. a, a a show that has much better themes than the you know the junk that you would assume it would be and it's a lot deeper and darker than you would assume no no this is this is just mass-produced crap yeah. and i hate you all this kind of just seems like what a a um person who never plays support or healers imagination of a group of healers is <laughs> which How long i have you will been tell waiting you on that joke oh and, the, and not not very long actually which i will tell you is absolutely not not what it is no. Not what it's like at all. We're bloodthirsty monstrosities. <laughs> yeah, why aren't they just like super aggressive doctors? Yeah, yeah. Or just super, we're either super bloodthirsty or super jaded. There's no in between. <laughs> there was a time when I played Overwatch. Uh-huh. I played Mercy. Yeah. yeah obviously. Because yeah. yeah. I play me and Maria play healers. Yeah, we play supports all the time. We Constantly. always play supports. Yep. 
I was playing Mercy, I was healing my team, and I was just getting so frustrated because they just kept running into the gun. Fo- they, they, they saw the shiny bright lights and they ran towards it like morons. And I was just like, like a moth to flame, really. Like a moth to the flame. And I was just like, you know what, screw this. And I took out my pistol and I blam, 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 and we won. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just blapped every single bad guy in the head with my tiny little pistol. Yes. And we won, and it was the greatest thing ever, and I hated everyone there. So I, similar, similar situation with none other than Soraka on on League of Legends, because I used to play that. And Soraka was my main main. I started with her. I loved her, because, like, I didn't used to play a lot of League, and she was the only, like, support champion that i liked who was free to play like forever um <laughs> anyway so you i can I, earn money to get those things i know so. but like this was at the start right so i started playing oh, her yeah, and so then i was like and then i was like why switch out i love her she's great <laughs> anyway so i started playing soraka and it was a great time and i had a really shitty really really shitty a carry because he would always die like right before we would double kill the bottom mm. lane and so mm. i started taking those kills because i was like why the fuck not um and this guy got so salty this guy got so salty because i kept taking the kills that he was dead to take um and had a better kill death ratio than he did eventually rage quit and then i basically heal tanked the renekton all the way to victory um because I had a lot of money and all the support items I could possibly need to just heal my team through any disaster. I just, you came in with a thousand potions. Yeah, I just, I'm just, you know, with with my with my friggin' banana staff, just left and right, like it is a banana staff, isn't it? Yeah, it's the rock of banana. Uh, yeah. Yep. Anyway, this was boring and I hated it. We're bloodthirsty is what I'm saying and this is not a representa- <laughs> no, representation not. of any of any like no. no. God, no. no. If we get the chance to sink our teeth in, we'll do it. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, this is terrible. This is not indicative of healers or healing <laughs> at all and they should be ashamed they ever made this. I know, right? And like I will never watch any more Precure. I hate it. It's terrible. All of the girls are kind of annoying. It was the just... The mascots are annoying. Yeah. The powers are... The powers suck. Yeah, too. it was just, like, a lot of cute with no real, like, thing to balance it off. Like, there's no... No. No like, edge to it at all. Like, at all. No. There's no moment no. where you feel like any of these girls are in danger right like it's no, just God, very no. like padded and baby proofed mm-hmm, and it's exactly. just bright colors and sparkles and yep, sort they of t- they took a sandblaster to every single edge they could find yeah basically it was it just... smooth ball sakura has a tiny bit of edge it has enough yeah, edge and, and again it's not like there's there's enough like groundedness to it in terms of her in terms of her life right that that you don't need to to worry about you know her um magical girlness getting too too sweet as the best way i can describe it but like that's kind of what what it feels like pretty cure 
has it's it's too sweet and there's yes, nothing to balance off that edge like it's people who their comfort food is candy exactly exactly can you know they watch the you know if you if you're a kid you're watching this because you're a kid and there's bright colors what do you what do you yeah, want exactly but like I, a, I don't blame a child watching this because it's no God, children no. it's brightly it's colored it's yeah they learned about trees yeah who cares yeah, exactly but the adult otaku that love this oh cry i just I didn't I didn't realize there was that big of an otaku culture around us. Like, there holy is, moly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I think it's the same thing as, like, watching The Office over and over again. It's just so non... Not full of conflict. Really. Uh, I guess so. Okay, you know I see I mean? that. I don't know. I know. I don't know. But I just, like, it's still... I mean, do you, I guess. Like, I'm not... Yeah, whatever. But don't um, hold it up as something it's not. Yeah, yeah. Is what I'm is, saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just, it's too sweet for me. It's, is it's my way final too sweet verdict. For both of us. Yeah. So, I mean, even Sailor Moon had a little bit of edge to it, a little bit of tension. Yeah. And also, like, there's a little bit of tension, exactly, right? Like, there's lives at stake, there's people at stake, right? Like, yeah, exactly. There's no tension here. There's and, no, like... And there's no, like, clear-cut goal that you could see in that episode, at least, of, like, no. what was going on, why it was happening, right? Like, there's no mm-hmm. precursor. There's no, like, what is going on. You know what it I mean? It is the most... It's, it's like if you strip down a Power Rangers episode to its barest minute, like bullet yeah. points yeah and then turn that into the into an episode exactly yeah and that's this is what you get <laughs> like we didn't even get to see who the main villain is or like a weird ominous ship or something exactly like we don't know why he's doing this we didn't even know if he knew that they were there yeah exactly exactly plus the thing is like it's not even the demon that the demon child was like trying to hide or anything they were just like leaning up against a tree on the other side of the yep. like forest like if if any of them had turned their heads slightly to the left they would have seen they would have seen it yeah exactly yeah. No, they so don't weird. they make no reference to the bad the big bad yeah either. yeah there's no like read a repulse so we'll get you next time yeah or there's not even like really any conversation between the characters like at the very least in sailor moon there is that conversation between sailor jupiter and sailor mercury where where sailor jupiter is trying to convince sailor mercury that she should just go for it you know like you're both running away you know like there's there's a there's a solid amount of conversation between the characters there's a rapport between them exactly we we got that in in the one episode we got everybody's sort of rapport with each other yeah yeah, basically, we, we got everybody's like basic we, character archetypes in an episode yeah, very exactly. clearly. Over here, I couldn't tell who I, was what. I, like, no, uh, red, red girl, blue girl, and yellow girl have the. One of them was excitable. Yeah. I could not tell you which one. Yeah. Dang. And and the new girl Dope. was the stoic one. We got that. Yep, new girl stoic one. Yeah, and then you know, like, and that's kind of it. There's not yeah, really much separating them from each no. other. Nothing shown in their personalities at all yeah. through this entire episode. It's just at least nothing eh. interesting. Like, uh, and yeah, it, it's kind of crazy having the 
in one episode, we kind of got everybody's sort of deal in Sailor Moon. Exactly. Which I guess is a testament to the show that they yeah, have like, such strong very... characterization for them. Yeah. And they when were, you're... you know, dimensioned women. Um, when you're faced with the opposite. Of the, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Well, one note. First of characters. all, it's all like healing based right yes. like so already you have this like weird stereotype involved and then there's literally right. no dimension in the women that are there except the only person with any personality is the forest ranger i will right. tell you that hands Ooh. down yeah no because she's the character of the episode yeah I literally guess. yeah she's the only one with any personality she's the only person i liked she was fine yeah. she came she did her job she had de- she had a conflict. Yeah, yeah. That was and, yeah kind of resolved. And a stake. Really. She had like a stake a in stake, the game, yeah. right? Like she was yeah, the one exactly. with the stake, not the girls. Like they just happened to yeah, be like, interested. Um, yeah, the guys were just like, let's go down a hike in the woods. Hooray! Yeah, yeah exactly. And you go to like Sailor Moon and they're like, we got to protect Sailor Mercury's boyfriend because he's going to yeah. get turned into a monster. Exactly. And Sailor Jupiter is trying to prove herself. Exactly, yeah. That she could fight off what's-his-face. And Sakura is just like, I don't know if I can be a good wizard. Exactly. Like, there's like... And there's a guy who's better than me. Uh-huh. So what do I do And he's also being here? a dick. Maybe and I should just give him the cards. Exactly. He's going to be conflict. out of my goddamn life for a change. It's a conflict the main characters are involved in. It's storytelling 101. <laughs> oh, boy. Jesus anyway, Christ. moving on from this disaster. Sure. Oh, God. All right. Next up, final one. We're almost done. Almost we done. We watched... Uh, oh, here it is. Puella Magi Madoka Magica. Yes. Season one, episode one. I first met her in a dream dot 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 or something or something original release date january 7th 2021 directed by akiyuki shinbo that name sounds familiar written by Genarabuchi and yoshi yoshiharu ashino who did the storyboards mm-hmm. um yeah uh really quick yes Oh, the recap. Yes, sorry. I thought you were trying to say something else in the middle before. Um, anyway, no, all right. Quick it. recap. Good times. Um, we have Monica in a dream. Crazy shit happening. There's a cat. There's blackness and, and, and collage and, like, intense music and this big thing fighting a girl with black hair. Monica wakes up um, and is sweaty and confused. Um, yes not you know anyway um sweaty and confused uh goes out Did she have a wet dream unless she wakes up i don't know figure it out yourself um anyway she she um yeah goes to get ready with her very um well put together family her mom's like a businesswoman her dad's like a house husband they're all having a good time they have breakfast um the mom is like getting ready with her get getting dressed with her and is like giving her tips on how to be a pretty woman um and why it's basically bonding with her daughter in the morning before work yeah crazy yeah crazy um she does have a baby 
sibling, yep. right? Yeah. Okay. She has a baby brother. Brother, I think. I, think. I don't. I don't know. Like that's why I said sibling. I don't know. Um, yes. But anyway, yeah. So there's there's like a baby, and they're all like having breakfast together. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, she leaves home, meet her, meets her friends, goes to class, and then there's mysterious girl shows up, new kid. Ooh. This new kid trope has to be getting old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is the second one we've had in this. <laughs> new kid shows up is Fair enough. is sort of stoic and unreadable. It's the girl from her dream. It's the girl from her dreams. Um, not in the weird way. Um, <laughs> Madoka is confused. Or yet the again. right way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Madoka is confused. Again. In um, more ways than one. Exactly. Um, she, you know, leads, lead, uh, yeah, uh, the new girl has like a headache because she's also being literally like sworn by every other student. I would have a headache too. Um, anyway, so she, she goes to Madoka because Madoka is like the nurse leader person. It's some Japanese book. Yeah, like she's supposed it. to she's supposed to be the one who like lead, takes people to the nurse's office, et cetera, et cetera. She takes her to the nurse's office. Uh more like she takes Madoka to the nurse's office because she already knows her way around. And then like has ominous dialogue with her. Um yeah. scares her a little bit. Um and yep. then Madoka goes, hangs out with her friends who are really cool. Um, which one of them is dating somebody? Are they both dating somebody? The green-haired girl. Okay, it is it is her, right? Okay. Yes. Um, well, okay. And then the blue-haired girl has a guy she likes. Okay, that's what I thought. It's very Sakura in that sense. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's what I thought, but yeah. Because I remember that she has a conversation with her mom about one of them being in like a really long-term relationship with each other. That's the- so. That's the blue or the green hair. Girl. The one with the curly hair. Yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah. So we got the girly girl. We got the tomboy girl, and then we got Madoka, who's the like cutesy, cutesy girl. Um, yes. Immediately, you can tell based on the way that they walk and the way that they oh, talk yeah, and the way that they move. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> uh, the, they're going out. Um. The the girl with the blue hair, who's the tomboy, wants to get a gift for her for her beau. Um, the beau. And they go to the mall. Um, when Monica hears hears the sound of somebody in trouble, and she runs to the the to somewhere in the mall and finds mm-hmm. this cat who's super injured and takes it. And then she sees she sees the new girl. And uh, the new girl wants to kill the cat. And Monica's like, no, I won't let you kill the cat. And then crazy stuff starts happening, as in, like, weird music. And cloud people start showing up from the ground. And it's just, it's hard to explain. You have to see it. You have to be there. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, Uh Uh she starts running. um, Stuff starts getting freaky. Um, her, Her friend shows up and, like, Uses the fire extinguisher at something and then tosses on, it at it. On I think it's Homer. Oh it? yeah, it's on the new girl. Yeah, yeah, it's on Homer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she like in an in a ploy to distract her, and then another girl shows up in like a weird steampunk outfit and beats up all the clouds and shit. 
With guns. With gun with big guns. Yes, it was good. It was a great time. Um and if we find out that there's some weird magical girl shit happening and she like tells off um Homura, who's a new new girl, um for Who's also a magical girl. Who's also a magical girl, yes. Um and it, basically she's supposed to be like a senior magical girl or something. Um and Madoka keeps the cat and they all live happily ever after. The end. Everybody becomes friends. They sing Kumbaya and nothing bad ever happens to anybody. The cat is just a cat and Madoka goes back to her regular life with her regular family and great friends. So this is a brilliant first episode. Yes. Like, probably one of the best ever made, mm-hmm. honestly. Because it establishes so much stuff it sets up so much stuff. Mm-hmm. It hints at so many mysteries. And it is a mostly complete story. Yep. Kind of. It's not really a complete story. Because Monica sort of set up where the three episodes are a complete story. Mm-hmm. Of the 12 episode run. So it's divided into chunks. Chunks, yeah, yeah. Which is a great way to set up your story. Right. Because it works super well mm-hmm. in Monica. Where... Every three episodes is a whole arc. It's great. Anyway, <laughs> this is good. <laughs> this is the, the, without spoiling anything, this is the dark magical girl series. The dark yes. introspective magical introspective girl series. Introspective. It's weird. The colors, it's colorful, but like so in a more pastel way. At least the characters are. And the most color that you actually right. see is when there are, when there are like, when the antagonists are around like that is literally when you will see the most color and movement on screen the bizarreness they basically told all the um, artists to bring their sketchbooks scan them in and threw them in at random points like yeah basically they cut them out all their little doodles from middle school to yesterday exactly yeah yeah um, cause you had like cloud so, people with mustaches and top hats. Um, yes, you had sort of like weird low res doodle things. Yeah. Yeah. It was moving just crazy and, and very, weird. Yeah. Awkward move, jerky movements. It's so good. Yeah. So the idea is that the magical so girls are protecting the world from witches, um, yes. who are these weird amorphous like things that like mm. mess with your perception. Um, of the world around you unless you either clear them off or, you know, disperse of them. Um, Like, kill them or disperse them, like, whatever it is. Um, Drive them off or kill them. Yeah. Um, And, you know, you kind of have this, like, setup of, well, you have the cat, the weird mascot thing. You have kind of an an ongoing, like, story, clearly, because, like, Homura and the other um, new... Arrival, the new magical girl, uh, Mommy. Mommy, that's what her name is? Yeah. Mommy, um, are, you know, like clearly have a relationship, uh, uh, sort of like a weird hierarchical relationship to that, right? Like it sets up so much. Like there is a hierarchy in this, and one of them is newer, and one of them did something wrong, right? Like, yeah, why was Homer trying to kill the cat? Exactly, right? Like, what does the cat have to do with anything? Why was what was the cat doing in Monica's dream? Exactly, as well. 
who, you know, who is Monica going to take to the Sadie Hawkins dance? Exactly, yeah. Is it going to be Sayaka? Is it going to be Mommy? Is it going to be the cat? Who knows? Monica's a furry. (laughs) Monica's a furry. Exactly. Uh, And the characters are all great. You understand all of them immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like, Like, you, you know who each one is. Without yes. having to like, you know, you know the archetype that they are embodying, right? Like they have yes. their own like, um, they have personalities, they have, but, but without falling into the trappings of tropes. Because like, no. as much as, you know, one of the girls is tomboyish, that's not it about her, right? Like there's more to her than just that. She has a... Um, you know, she likes somebody and is into music and this person is also into music, right? Like they already set mm-hmm. that up in that episode. Um, and she ha- has a role in the group. She brings an energy to it. That exactly. Monica and the green haired girl don't have. Exactly. Like she, she kind of like balances there. them off a little bit. Yeah. Um, has the great line. That's so moe. It makes me sick. 10 out of 10 energy. Um, Self-awareness up self-aware, to 11. Yep, yep. In a good way. In a good, exactly, in a good way. And then you have, like, her other friend who, who we have set up as somebody with these, like, big expectations because she's from, like, a traditional wealthy family and has to go through all of these, like, tea ceremony lessons and, like, 80 mm-hmm. other things and has curfew and has, like, sort of everything in place for her without you know, needing to really, um, without having the freedom to maybe choose what she gets to do in her day, right? Like, so you, they set that up too. Um, I do love that later part in the series. In the, I think it's in the second episode where her and Monica and Sayaka are just sort of like, they they know the secret of the magical girls and they're just trying not to tell their friend. And she's just like, are you two dating? Are you two together? Are you two lesbians? Girls can't like girls. Girls can't like girls. That's impossible. That's impossible. And then she runs off crying. Yeah, she does. And do you're that. just like, I hope that she comes out of the closet very soon because she's deep in there. I know. Uh, it's so great. Um. It's just, like, it's very well done because you have... And, again, you have, like, what we were talking about, the, like, edge versus the Oh, the this normalcy. has so many edges. Well, yeah, but, like, as opposed to the normalcy, right? Like, they oh, have yes. a school. They go to school. They have a normal life. Like, these girls yeah. have a rapport with each other. They go hang out at the mall and buy presents for their, like, boyfriends well, okay. together. You, you say that, but they go to this bizarre panopticon school where I know. every wall is glass <laughs> and they can all see each other look it's a fancy private school okay it, it is yes but also I have actually seen I'm trying to remember which, which show it was my hero no no it was like a live it was like not live action I say it's like it was like an actual like TV series I don't remember which one but Archie. no 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 it, it was like a I can't I can't remember which one it is, but I remember a scene um, and, and like the school was structured so that there were classes in the middle, like cubicle classes whose walls were glass. Like this is an actual like structure in like private schools and stuff. 
Um, no wonder people that go to private school are messed up. Well, yeah, and so that that was like I'm trying to remember what show that was, but I can't for the life of me remember it. Um, but Literally but yeah, like that that's what it was. Like the the walls were all like glass. And, you know, like, you could God. go by and, like, see what was happening in the, in the classes. It's weird. Yeah. Like, I would hate that. I would hate mm-hmm. that. It was, like, yep. an art class, too. And if I already feel weird if the teacher is watching me. If everyone walking by can see what I'm drawing in art class, yeah. I would die. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, so, yeah, they do have the weird Panopticon school. Yeah. I just had to point out the bizarre panopticon school that makes me very uncomfortable <laughs> makes me whenever very uncomfortable. i see it in this series i hate it anyway con- yes monica has a very nice life she's got a loving family she's got a good friends and then it all gets turned twist turned upside down when <laughs> little cat upside down pineapple cake yeah <laughs> Uh, anyway, when she gets thrust into this world of magical girls and witches, yeah. and you're just like, what the fuck? What the hell? And it's not like Sakura's sort of mm-hmm. low stakes um, world. Yeah. Really. There's a, there's a darkness here that yeah, and, and Monica is playing off of. Yeah, and there's like a grittiness to it as well. And you can see that also like, the 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 outlines they have the pencil outline right right so it kind of already oh, adds yes, that like gritty, like the thin pencil outline like way of yes. doing it, as opposed to a lot of the other ones that we saw where it was like thick lines and like mm. very digital and you know such as opposed to like Modica, which has the like sharp edges in terms of like you have the collages you can see paper tears and you can see like um the the grittiness of the lines and there is like as as clean as it is there is also this like um naturalness to it and this grittiness to it that that adds to the um edge factor you know what i mean like yeah it's very deliberate in how it created its series and it's in every aspect it is yeah i was gonna say something but i forgot what i was gonna say fill time maria fill time oh um it's it's also like the colors like that they're all like colorful they have their like color palette going but it's not like super bright and like distracting so it's like a nice pastel this right. color to it, coloration to it. Like, they have yeah, their, like, their own sort of deal. The pre-Cure series was very washed out. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's it's kind of a sort of... It really is sort of a beer pre-Cure. Whereas pre-Cure has all the edges sanded off. Even, like, when the bad guy comes around, the only thing they did to, like, show him affecting the world was put a little red splotch over everything. Yeah. This, they have the whole world turned topsy-turvy. They change art styles with everything. The background moves. The background Like, they have different move. moving elements in them. Like, yes. there's weird swirls, but also the cotton ball men are moving, mm-hmm. like, and they're yes. vibrating and they're shaking to, like, indicate that something is happening. It's just, yeah. it's just so well it done. It takes you completely out of the mundane into the bizarre, whereas Precure just keeps you in the mundane. 
it also really ups the stakes, right? Like you, you kind of like have a better idea of what's going on, uh, so a, like a better idea of like how high the stakes are, right? Like you, it, it, it's weird because now you, you're not in the mall anymore. You're somewhere else. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're with something else, and yeah. it kind of ups the stakes of it because there's no running away from this, right? Like you, you don't mm-hmm. have a way out. Um, yeah. Like, even with Sakura, like, the conflict of the episode wasn't trying to get the Thunder card. It, mm-hmm. That was just kind of incidental. Incidental, yeah. To it. The magical elements are incidental to the main plot of the series, which is Sakura growing up. Growing up, yeah. Which is fine for that show, but for when you want stakes, like in Sailor Moon and Precure, you have to up them. Yeah, like, it has to be more, like interesting or yeah. you know like present i guess because in Precure you can you didn't see anything and that's no. the thing though like it, it, because they're they're following in the footsteps of sailor moon but like the sailor moon mm-hmm. type of series and again like the weird like power rangers way of doing it you have a scene of the bad guy right like you always yes. have in every episode there is a, a like short clip a short scene about yep. the bad guys doing something weird or interacting amongst each other, even if it's yes. something small, like the mm-hmm. the the big bad evil guy, um, you know, uh, just having a weird moment with one of his henchmen, right? Like there's something yes. there because it needs to show who who is who who is bad who is bad yep. man, right? Like. Yeah. The, the kids need to say, oh, that's the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, the good guys right? are fighting right. the bad guy. Exactly. Or, like, it, some yeah. amount of, like, this has put a wrench in our plans, but we'll get mm-hmm. them next time. Or even something like the yep. first test was somewhat successful. We need to X, Y, Z this. You know what I mean? Like Yes, and you can anything. use that to great. Either you can use it to play up some comedic elements because your bad guys are comedic in some way, a yeah. la Power Rangers. Yeah, hell, you yeah. Know, or use it to like up the stakes as they plan out their next move. Yeah, Power you Rangers. realize that this big fight was not even like the half of it, right? Like yeah. or something. You realize that the bad guys are building towards something. Exactly, or that this this Which, was really easy, but there was a reason this was easy. Like this was just the yeah. first test, right? Like it was just you know. Which I think is probably probably the weaker Power Ranger series. Don't have that where yeah. the villains aren't building up towards a bigger the, thing, a yeah. bigger threat. Yeah, they are. They're trying to summon the other big bad evil guy, the bigger badder evil guy, right? Like or releasing yeah. the army of the undead onto the world yep. or. Or trying to steal something. Yeah. Or merge the world with the underworld or some weird. Yeah, some stupid. Or they're just there to cause havoc. Exactly. For fun and profit. Or they're trying to get some artifact (laughs) that they're trying to distract the Power Rangers from getting because they don't want them to realize what their real goals are. Something. Anything. A story. A plot line. A story. A plot line. We just went back to (laughs) Precure. anyway but Monica is great i mean it's hard to really talk about Monica without like spoiling it because a lot of the elements about it really get unlocked once once you've seen some more of it and spoiling it and like talking about it without spoiling it is hard and you have to be really vague and like yep skirt around it but just watch it just just so exactly yeah yeah because it's not 
it, the spoiling, the spoilature of it will ruin it. Like this is one of those <sighs> things where spoiling it will literally spoil it for you, not just yes. like. I know you're like I don't care about spoilers. You will. You're you're a bad person. Well, also like also, um, a lot of Madoka relies on that on the absence of those spoilers because a lot of the yes. impact comes from them, and so yes. you kind of will you kind of remove the teeth. You kind of like defang it if you start telling Which, people what happens. In that case, just go watch Precure. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't want, if you don't want the if you suspense, yep. Yeah. If you don't want a rising and falling action, yeah. I think just... one of the reasons why I haven't finished watching it is because of that. Because I can't, I can't. We gotta watch it. We gotta finish watching it. Look, yeah. I want to. I swear to you, but my 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 body and mental state is too fragile for it right now. <sighs> Come if, on. I swear, so good. I know it's so good. It's so all right, good. it's so pretty too, and I love them. They are all adorable. We should talk about the um, the uh, the intro and how it is essentially oh, a trap. God. A lie. It's a lie. I love it. I love it. It's the perfect horrid, like it's... horrible magical girl intro you would expect from yep. one of these shows. You watched the pre-cure intro. I would so I I would I would say that this was a it I would say that this this is a cruel joke. This would be a cruel joke. But the thing is, the reason I wouldn't call it that is because the way that the um the way that the intro is set up, if Mm -hmm. that intro if certain elements of the intro is why you started watching that show in the first place. You deserve what's coming to you. You deserve every bit of what's coming to you. You Because if the slight nudity of a like 16 year old in the, in, in the intro is, is what has drawn you into this show. Then for, Uh. for dramatic effect, slight nudity for dramatic effect, is what has drawn you into this show, then you deserve every bit of what's coming to you. I swear oh, to God. Yeah. Oh, oh, God damn it. The FBI is at my door again. God, yeah, God damn it. Go it's, away. Yeah. I gave you everything last time. <laughs> it's, it's drawings. <laughs> I swear to you. I yeah. haven't gone near a school in days. <sighs> <laughs> yes, I'm coming after you, lollycons, you freaks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, freaks. Anyway. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway. <laughs> the pre-cure intro is also terrible. Yeah, it's also pretty bad. This is like 3D like model stuff happening there, and it's Oh yeah. Shoddy. shoddy. I mean, yeah, it's it's it yeah, could be better, I feel, very considering bad. how little effort they put into the story of it. Yeah. The Sailor Moon one was pretty good, though. That was really good. Yeah, no, that was a very good intro. But, you know. Yeah. Um, Sakura's is not. It's very classic, I guess. Yeah. So there's nothing the, special about it. The thing is, the American intro that they used to trick boys into thinking this was a cool Pokemon-esque series <laughs> is a banger. I see. In fact, I'll, I'll show it to you, Marie, after we're done with this. Uh-huh. 
because it is a banger. Okay. But Madoka, honestly, after the fir- after watching the intro the first time, I just skipped Madoka's intro every single time. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's a good intro. I'm not saying it's a bad one. It is also... I guess. It's false advertising. <laughs> it's really false advertising. And it I just mean, makes it look like a yeah. it just makes it look like any other again, it, it serves a purpose. The purpose is to mm-hmm. lure you in. Uh <laughs> Yeah. And the thing is nothing has really come close to Monica in sort of replicating that. Exactly, yeah. Uh, well, I mean it's kind of like yeah. it's such an interesting subversion that mm-hmm. you can't you can't replicate it with the same impact unless that is the first one you're seeing, right? Like, it's done really well, and that's the first one you're seeing, but then Madoka will feel, you know, repetitive or, like, predictable. The whole point is you don't know what's coming because you've been watching a lot of Magical Girls, and this is a completely different, like, subversion of of the trope. And Mm -hmm. so you come in with expectations that are set up to be subverted, right? Like, that is the whole point yeah. of the way that Madoka is written. But, you know, if it's already happened, if you've seen it like this, if they're trying to do another subversion, unless they try to do a different, another different aspect of it, mm-hmm. I don't know, every time they transform, they have to, like, chop a finger off or something. Like, I, I don't know, like, it's a weird, like, ritual uh. thing or whatever, like, yeah but but you know like there's there's some other way to like subvert the whole transformation process for example instead of because nobody's really touched that that's kind of the same it's got its own like even madoka doesn't really change that it's just a lot of things outside of it a lot of the trappings of it is changed so unless somebody's trying to subvert that specific aspect of it or some other aspect of it that i can't think of where do you go from there, though? Because Robot exactly, Chicken right? already did the thing where Sailor Moon, when she transforms, does a stripper dance. <laughs> well, there you go, right? Like, I mean, there's not, you know, like, unless... Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not saying that's not possible just because I can't yes. think of it. doesn't mean it's not possible, but, you I know, guess, like... Of course, yeah. The, the whole idea is subversion, so. right? Like, and as long as you are able to lure people in without expecting the subversion, that is the whole point. That's the whole point of yeah. Monica, right? Like, Yeah, so there can't really be anything like Monica then. I, I mean, there could be. I'm not saying there can't be at all, but what I'm saying okay. is by virtue of the fact that they've done it first, they might not be able, nobody might be able to Mm. do the same thing again or do that again because then that that in and of itself becomes its own trope, right? Like the subversion becomes its own trope. Yeah, and I guess the other series that try to kind of follow in the footsteps, they wear their sort of subversion on their sleeves. Like there's one where magical girls have guns and not not mommy's guns like actual yeah guns. actual guns yeah and they're used as weapons of war but that's like not that that's the premise of the show so it's not exactly really a subversion yeah. to it. there's another one where magical girls are like these evil eldritch monsters that's, that's amazing not, um, it's not it's really bad <laughs> if it was done it's, well no. i mean i would love well, sure. i would love a magical girls like a uh, show but instead mm. they are all like sh- um different shapeshifters from different mythologies mm. 
and their whole like magical girl transformation is just bone crunching and skin ripping um and it's just like uh, uncomfortable and then it goes back to its usual like mm-hmm. you know like beating shit up and all of that cool that's fine right. but that just that like moment of transformation is so jarring yeah. for the first time that like that's the subversion and that's it right. like you you have it once and you're done because after that you kind of expect it to happen um but you yeah. know what i mean like that mm. that is that is what is the subverting um Right. I don't know. Like the only the only other thing, the only other show that I can think of that really follows in Monica's footsteps. Uh, there's this uh, mang- mango anime called School Days, mm-hmm. where it's a it's a subversion of the cute girls doing cute things genre, ah. which we watched with a place further than the universe. Mm-hmm. Where they participate in the stay at school club, where they spend the night at the school and do fun activities together. Like sacrificing? Nope. Because the reason they stay at school is because the zombie apocalypse happened. And one of the girls had a mental breakdown. Oh no. And still thinks everything's fine. And the other two girls have to like... Try to keep her from figuring out that there's a zombie apocalypse happening. Oh my god. <laughs> but I mean, that's also like wears its premise on its on sleeve. On its sleeve, yeah. As yeah. well. Oh yeah, Monica really tries to hide it because again, exactly. it's part of the shock value. Um, and that's but, like the, it's, that's, that's the point of Monica. And that's kind of yeah. why it's, it's ingenious and also hard to replicate. <laughs> yes. Um, exactly. Basically. So, ten, ten out of ten, all so, them. Tens, 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 tens across the board. What were? How did you f- enjoy your fare into the magical girl? Oh God! Uh, dumpster. I mean, again, Monica is always great. Like Monica's a classic. Yes. I I love it. I would totally, I totally cosplay mommy. Um, ten out of mommy. ten. Mommy um, is the greatest. Mommy yeah, is great. great. I love her so much. I love her so much. Um, I I would cool. definitely watch Card Capture. I, I try, totally try to watch it. Mostly for mm-hmm. like Toya and his best friend. His um, best friend, yes. They're great. And, yeah, like mostly for that. And just again, like it's always the the shows that have some that have these like magical systems as a as a like side tangent to these people's lives that is more interesting right um uh, she never Sailor really Moon? like uses Sailor the Moon. cards really. yeah uh, yeah to, yeah to like she never uses it to really like help herself like yeah she doesn't she doesn't harry potter this yeah Really? Exactly. She's just yeah. Kind of like I just want to be a normal girl who's also an incredibly powerful magical wizard who can rewrite reality with these magical cards. But I don't do that because I'm just but a I'm child, doing, and I'm I would rather go to university. Yes, I'm still. <laughs> I'm scared of going to middle school. That's exactly. my greatest yeah. fear. Puberty. Now that's where that's that's the real villain. Um, oh God. Anyway, so. You know, like it's a I, good. Do you think her having a period is a is a useful enough thing to use the eel spell on? 
is a dire enough situation where she needs to use the heal spell. I mean, heal what, though? If she heals it, then the <laughs> lining just goes back up, and then she has to get rid of it another week. You only delay the process. <laughs> I suppose so. Because it's not a wound. It's just it's the shedding. <laughs> it's called, it's the, the shedding. shedding. It's the shedding. <laughs> this October... The shedding at your local cinemas. <laughs> at your local cinemas. Yeah, Young thirteen-year-old boy has to spend the night with fourteen women. Oh my god! Fourteen young girls having their period. All Will of he them survive? having their periods at the exact same time. Will he survive? <laughs> it's basically just him running to the Seven Eleven over and over again to get chocolate ice cream. Yeah, to get snacks for constantly. Them constantly, and yeah. they're watching. Uh, Jennifer's body or something oh that's a great (laughs) that would be a great one to watch I was thinking like Legally Blonde or something something like that but Jennifer's body that's a way better movie exactly okay that was a good movie imagine watching Jennifer's body with 14 other girls who are also on their period and you are the only guy there (laughs) I, well, I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Maria. I can't. Exactly. It's terrifying. It's it's terrifying because all the girls are taking notes. Oh. It's terrifying. <laughs> On how to decapitate the poor goth boy. Oh no! The I poor feel soft so god boy. And so the bad for him. Definitely gay football player. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. One, well, bisexual, I suppose. Yeah, bisexual, yes. That 100% bisexual football player. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was a great movie. That was a really good movie. That was a very, honestly. yeah. Um, it is unfortunate the timing of it coming out led to it being fucking smothered. But you I'm know. so glad that people are picking it up now and, like, really enjoying it. Um, they weren't ready. When it came exactly, out. they like, weren't. They weren't. Ready. They weren't even ready for Juno when that came out. That's by the <laughs> same writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they no, they weren't. Worried. Audiences weren't really even ready for Juno. No. So they were definitely not ready for Jennifer's body. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yes. you know, like this, it's hard to subvert this because it's kind of like it's hard to do something similar to this because it's kind yeah. of like spoil the surprise and you can't really. I think do now you just. I think now you just kind of just have to make a good series, magical girl series. Yeah, you, yeah, with with like you, with some with something else, like a different kind of premise, you know. Yeah, you can't really just like, oh look, we're self aware that we're a magical girl series. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe like a a like straight cut magical girl series that is also self aware, so it has the self aware elements of. Um, uh, of uh, of Madoka, but not the like, you know, mm-hmm. weird, you know, the shock value of it. I right. guess, right? Like, yeah. Or or you start off with it. It like starts you off with like regular magical girl, and then like ha- like somewhere in the middle, it just goes. It just like snowballs into the most terrifying, gory shit ever. Um, oh God. Um, how about no? 
Maria, yep. we forgot about an entirely separate Magical Girl series. Which one? <laughs> we won't watch this ever. There's a series called Strike Witches. There is a there's an entire genre of lolly girls wearing panties with mm, who can fly. No. Who are, yeah, exactly. No, we're not doing that. Who transform into stuff and it's just yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> anyway. Good night everybody. Yep. Is, is that it? Are we done? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we could. I guess we could rank it. Uh, it's like you oh. know, it's like it's a good, it's a good like Monica ranking. Monica and Monica. everything else. <laughs> and then everything else. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean fair. like Monica. You know, perfect series. Ten out of ten. Class, Stone Cold classic. Yeah. Sakura. It's it's good. It's good. I enjoyed it's it. Good. It's good. I all still right. enjoyed it's, it. It's fine. I still I, enjoyed watching it. I yeah, now. like it was. I was surprisingly fun to watch. Honestly, yeah, it's um, chill. There's not a lot of stakes, but for that series, it's fine. For yeah. Precure, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and again, the stakes are her growth. Yeah, exactly. You know? The point so, is, what does Sakura learn today? Exactly. How does she deal with the problems of being a girl, liking boys, and also being an incredibly powerful magical wizard that can rewrite reality? Exactly. Which she never uses. <laughs> she has a spell yeah. that can literally create matter. Amazing. And she never uses it. Amazing. She has a, she could tell I don't think she has a teleport spell actually, but she has a flying spell. She could use it to get to school places, yeah. On time. Yeah, but then you have to explain why you're in on the fucking roof and you know, et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah, I know. But anyway. I mean, I guess so. I guess that's why everything takes place at, at night. In yeah, it's just easier to explain, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. There's an interesting debate in the series because mm -hmm. all of Sakura's cards, some of them are depicted as women, mm -hmm. as like the Pokemon-esque thing uh -huh. in it. And But there's one card uh -huh. that either it's the time card, it's... In the original manga, it can be interpreted as an old woman. Okay. But in the anime, they added a beard, so it's the only male card in it. <laughs> That's amazing. That's interesting. Just like a beard. Maybe it's a bearded woman. You don't know. It's possible, yes. Also, in the third season, we learned that the grand wizard that made all these cards base them off of real he creates them based off of real people because sakura starts creating her own magic ah. and it's all based on like the people in her life that's so there's adorable. one for her brother and Sharon and yukito that's amazing so who are all these women did he have a, is this a separate harem series it's it's a separate got? harem series yeah yeah honestly they should do that Honestly, a, a half Chinese, half English wizard in Japan. Really just, dig into the moe. Just yes. really, just just hammer it in. Just, just, just ram it in there. <laughs> also, one was a tiger, so what's up with the tiger? <laughs> Maybe he just likes tigers. I mean, that's fair. I mean, did he have a tiger as a pet? If you had a cat who's like a tabby and you named it Tiger. Maybe. Maybe.
Anyway, that's the series I want, actually. <laughs> Just this really incredibly powerful wizard and a harem of women. But Maybe wholesome. it's not a harem, right? Maybe he lived so well, long, he had, like, different, you know, lovers. It, you know what? It's, well, he, he died eventually. Well, yeah, but, like, maybe he, you know. He's and he did have children. He really long. He did have children, though. Yeah, there you go. Maybe so, some of them are his kids. Oh, God. There are some that are young girls. There we go. In the cards, so. I don't know. I just want to know. I just want that series. I want that prequel series to Sakura. He just spends a lot of his early life as an artist and goes around painting women. And then, like, some of them really leave an impression. So he, he turns them into magical cards. He or illustrated he could... his own arts, uh, his own cards. <laughs> or he could just be a wizard who helps people instead of a sure, painter. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Anyway. Yeah. I'm just saying, it could be funny. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess so. Anyway. Anyway, what are we talking about? We're, we're done. We're d- it's, uh, you know, we're just kind of like closing out. The but end. yeah, what are we doing next time, James? Uh, what's next month? May. May, we'll do something. Cool. Unless, no, it's too late to do two this month, I think. Maybe we'll do two next month. Who knows? Who knows? Find out next month. <laughs> <laughs>